NSFW. Yeah. I like it. Welcome. Welcome. Wow, get, let me get my cans on. What the hell? To the whip round while Phil talks about sticking things in before he can get his cans on. <laughs> I am also a strange personality. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even feel bad for what's about to happen later now. I am the uh, I'm the host that does the macabre stuff, although we're, we're not going to be uh, doing that today, so I'm just going to be the host that uh, maybe macabre things happen too. I have a feeling. I'm not. Uh, well, look, you already know I'm not alone, so let me go ahead. Let's get back to that oddest voice of all. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Phil Laporta. I do the sciencey stuff, and today, because it's that time of year, I also do the drinky stuff. Yes. Congratulations to you, citizen. You've tuned in to, or hit resume on, <laughs> the Whip Around's annual Sean Has to Drink Stuff special that Phil makes. Trademark. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> 2020. That was 2020. Yeah, no, was it 19 no, 19. Or 20 when you saw so copyright 2019. 19 was the first one. Gabe All Baby came in and, and, and helped me mix. Whip around rights incorporated, bitch. How are your rights doing? What's up with you? Look, man, I am socially exhausted. You heard you look me correctly. It. You I look it. Socially exhausted. I had multiple events for the Christmas uh, Yule log season. And both of them were sort of more more enjoyable during, but the lead up is just anxiety full. And yeah, there were some uh, elements of those things, even when they went all right, that while they were going on, made me want to put my head through a fucking wall. Okay. More so, uh, you know what? It doesn't even no. matter. Uh, but shout out to everyone who's cool in the family. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good times. And I, the only other thing that I will uh, that I will mention is uh, Happy New Year soon, you guys. Yeah. So this is you know also the whip around winding down like the end of the year. I'm not into New Year's, but if you are, get down with your bad self. I think I get to hang out with Phil and Caroline yeah. on New Year's Eve, which is frankly I I'm uh, very excited. That's about the this. best one. Uh, anyway, Phil, yes, sup? Jew. I'm fine for the first time in a while. Are you sure? <laughs> no, but I okay, feel well, better. I will you- say this. Well, all right. Yeah. Your outfit is peak su- su- uncle. <laughs> superbly unctacular. Oh, with the Jeff cap. Is that what that's called? I call it a cabbie. A cabbie? Cabbie hat. Jeff which cabbie? matches the jacket. Um, good. My, no, good my, my, my wife's ex boyfriend is named Jeff, so fuck that. Look at the cabbie <laughs> fuck, hat. And fuck my hat while Look we're at the cabbie it. hat. I'm sure he's a very nice person. <laughs> so. But uh, I'm not naming hats after it. I fuck did the. That. <laughs> I've been pushed enough. I did the I did the holiday thing, and we did the normal two parter. So we went to New Jersey for my family, and mm. then we went up to Connecticut for hers. Welcome to Pennsylvania, by the way. Thank you. It's good to be home. <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you what, it was it was funny. I'll tell it, you what. Like yours, there is that trepidation on the lead up because it's like, well, I got to pack this. I got to remember this. I got to see these people. That's such so, a pretty word for rapidly making diarrhea. So, <laughs> but the ni- nice part was we got to see just about everybody we wanted to back home. It was really nice. We only got to we missed one part of the family because one part of the family was being cautious, but otherwise, uh, it was a good time. And even the driving, dare I say, was not that bad. So you know, all things considered, hey man, yeah. And the best could have been all kinds of worse, and, right? And the best part, we brought the cat with, and she stayed with my dad. Oh my god, would what? you learn how to talk? We brought the cat with. We brought the cat with, and it stayed with my. Like, what is brought happening? The, and 
doing great is the point with the cat. All right. Well, so, that's I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, that's like been the best. Shout thing. out She's to uh, Kepler. Yeah, meow, bitch. That's right. <laughs> Choo choo, we're just coming through. Time for the last train wreck headlines of the year. Seriously, I. <laughs> just staring at me like, what the hell? I feel like Rocky, like the end of like Rocky, like uh, just just like Rocky 2, was it? When they're just like. Swinging and falling on like each other? Air punches, you know? Yeah, like that's what I feel like with the jokes. So, well, on I'm, with it. On with it. I've got six. Mush. Mush. I've got six, five real, one's fake, find the fakes, win the day. I will I will do this. <laughs> Here we go. I will accomplish this with amusement in a, in a hilarious way. Best of luck to you. Click review and subscribe. <laughs> SWAT team raids retirement home, bust million dollar black market Viagra ring. Oh my. Expert ham sniffers in Spain are exhausted from sniffing 800 hams a day. Oh wow. Man, con- man once convicted of arson named chief of Metro East Fire Department. No arrests after hundreds of children involved in brawl at Tampa Trampoline Park. (laughs) Florida man used flamethrower to settle parking dispute. Hmm. And Demi Lovato serenades ghosts who face trauma from sexism and receives floating ovation. The most normal of them all. Uh, (laughs) Phil, let's do this double time. Make it all more fun. SWAT team raids retirement home, bust $1 million black market Viagra ring. Expert ham sniffers in Spain are exhausted from sniffing 800 hams a day. Man once convicted of arson named Chief Metro East Fire Department. No arrests after hundreds of children involved in brawl at Tampa Trampoline Park. Florida man uses flamethrower to settle parking dispute. And Demi Lovato serenades ghosts who face trauma from sexism receives floating ovation. I feel very confident about this. Do you really? For no reason. Okay, I like that. That's us- this I am usually very well. middle-aged, cis, hetero, like whatever. That you are. white guy right now. I am utterly confident. With no roots, in fact. Okay. Um, Appreciate that. Welcome to the whip around. <laughs> no, I. But I, I kid. I really feel like the first one just it just clangs. It it just hits my ear and goes. Don't believe me. I couldn't tell you why. I don't. Re- I think I recognize the Demi Lovato and Ghost. Unless you just unless I know <laughs> enough and you can make up some shit about it. That'd be amazing. The first one just feels fake, man. I'm gonna say the first one is the bullshit headline. Whoa! <laughs> Thank you, ghosts of weird news that rubbed my nips to Demi Lovato. <laughs> that there, there was no, com. there is no way I was making up a headline that weird. Right? I thought you that might was, have seen it. Which, by the way, the Demi Lovato. One. Yes, yeah, how'd yeah. I made that up completely? And you're like, yeah, I heard about Demi Lovato serenading a goat, and that was just made up. I would have been like, are you reading my notes? <laughs> how? Yeah, what the fuck? yeah. So, um. Yeah. I really did that well. That was really solid. I kind of like, yeah. death punched it. You know, I death touched. I it was like, just like, thunk, ch- 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 got in the sternum with the, my chi. <laughs> Give it my chi. Well, Phil, why don't you tell them what we're, what we're doing next? Yeah, well, we've got a couple things. Now, remember, uh, those of you who have listened in past years know that it's become this tradition to, to celebrate the year end by making some drinks, having some drinks together, and uh, doing the show. And we're going to do that in a- – what? <laughs> And not doing the show. And not doing the show. That's it We for just us. tell you but what now, we're about to do. Now you know what we're going to go <laughs> yeah. do that we but valued then, more than entertaining right. you, which is uh, yes. nice of us. And then, so that's act two, right? <laughs> so <we're- laughs> it still matters, damn it. 
That's for dessert. This is act one. (laughs) We lie to you and leave for dessert. So I had found it oddly appropriate. uh, Of all things, it wasn't, and this is just kind of a light, borderline fluffy show at this point. Well, it's certainly got its share of introductory phrases. (laughs) So I found a very, uh, a nice editorial (laughs) in uh, in Nature this week. And it was interesting because it ties in together really well with the goings on act two. And the editorial that was published points out. This (laughs) level of preamble. Makes me think you're about to say some shit. I'm not. That's the best wind up would suggest <laughs> that you ha- someone's about to walk in with five penis tips. Like <laughs> there are no kidnaps here. Kidna man. <laughs> Unfortunately, the wind up is no. It's just bad. Hand- I don't bad. trust you. <laughs> so the editorial published. Uh, they pointed out uh, the Geological Society of America hosted its most recent conference in person, incidentally, and with a new rule no alcohol allowed in the oral and poster sessions oh on the on the what in the oral and the poster sessions oh oral and the poster sessions oh yes. a poster session. a poster session it's, is oh it's like pictionary no yes exactly win loser draw <laughs> win like, loser draw but with your research right you, you have to draw pictures <laughs> It's like, no, that's uh, my thesis. Guess star, my thesis. A star. No. Uh, a fi- five, five-sided die. A kidney penis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. I'm like, wait a minute. I, I, I guess there is no poster session for, for, for like writing in English. But like it's basically you summarize your most recent like research on a poster and you submit your results and – you basically have like a hall that's got poster boards and everybody hangs up their posters and people walk around, read posters and ask you que- and ask you questions. No, well, the English major version of that, I think, is getting a bunch of quotes, slapping them up, putting that kind of poster up and then <laughs> never having actually read the source material that you got the quotes from. <laughs> uh, that's the English major. Thing. And then you actually forget to put the poster up. Nobody cares. And then that's the end of that assignment. And then you <laughs> then you were twenty eight thousand dollars. So- <laughs> Yeah, you don't get paid to, to be at the poster session. Usually, you pay to submit. So yeah, that's great. But it sounds but, fun. Well, it's it really it's like pumpkin chunking almost. It's not even close. But you know, it's it's actually you should make that happen. What like a pumpkin chunking? But it's like for physicists. They do that like everywhere. Well, you should do one here in the basement. Chunk something. Well, for science. You see, that's the thing is they don't want people chunking during poster sessions, <laughs> so they're stopping. With the alcohol. And I can tell you this as a scientist, usually... Nice. Poster, you're welcome. I'm working on it. <laughs> poster sessions, usually it's like, practice. here's the open bar and uh, grab a drink and walk around and talk to people. And that's been like a... That's like a literal... That's a social lubricant, by the way. Absolutely. Right? Culture of science baked in till now. And the goal is in banning these things, number one, it, it is... And this doesn't happen as often as as you might be afraid now that I'm going to mention it. But, you know, preventing, you know, people from getting absolutely sozzled and, and, you know, drooling over posters and harassing people that are like in opposing research groups and things like that. Because that never happens unless (laughs) alcohol is involved. It happens more with alcohol, but it doesn't happen very often. But it's like climate change. Booze is climate change for for (laughs) intellectual aggression. It doesn't make it happen. It just makes it more likely to be terrible. But I want to point out the the Geological Society of America was the first one to to pull the alcohol. And I'm going to quote Vicki McConnell, the executive director. Uh, There's a lot of reasons why you don't necessarily need to be walking around a professional setting with alcohol. Like you might have your card. Yeah, yeah, you have your medical card. Yeah, so noted for alcohol. So the the interesting point made, at least to me, is that it becomes actually more inclusive if you don't explicitly include the drinks as well. Because there are a lot of people out there, and I know several, that don't drink at all. And you might feel pressured to join in in the drinking, sure. as your colleagues do, 
or, uh, you know, and, and I've seen researchers do this and, you know, and, and any, a lot of high pressured people who are in high pressured positions use it as a crutch for, you know, that anxiety sure. like you mentioned, because if Which you are standing there, no, not at all. And if you are standing there next to a poster and I have done this and then like someone high up in the field shows up and it's mm. like, let me defend this. And then they start questioning it. No matter how much, you know, what you did, oh, you start questioning what the fuck is going on. Oh, no. It's not a good scene. And, uh, yeah, so... So much poster drama. (laughs) It's too much poster drama. If it goes really well, will they sign your poster? (laughs) That should be a tradition. It really should. You know, I hadn't thought about that. Can you... you, If somebody who's big is there... Yeah, be like, well, I like your stuff. Could you sign that? It becomes a thing. And then it becomes a question of, like, that's your your peen for the conference is how many people signed your poster. How many people put their peen on your poster? (laughs) Oh, that's a whole... How many people signed your peen in front of your poster? Which is much more likely with alcohol involved. There you go. But the truth of the matter is they did that. And, of course, also not even just to talk about inclusivity within our culture, but other cultures around the world don't drink. So it's a question of science being a multicultural, multinational endeavor. Let's make it inclusive for everybody. It's not to say don't go out and, and, you know drink with your physics buddies afterwards mm. but that's the idea and uh honestly okay. after the conference it barely registered a blip on everybody's radar you know they do the post-conference surveys and very few people were like hey where was the open bar at uh, at the poster session an interesting year? commentary on what happens when you get past the initial wave of whatever in outrage culture where it's like okay we listened we heard you was and it that w- bad right it's like look come back on. was it though and most people i would bet would be like what well, I mean, and that's the thing. And this is literally it for science. I just happened to find this little editorial, and I thought it was worth it. mentioning because hey, it's I, a it's a cultural thing. And it, I I interrupted you so much. I don't have any questions or comments. Well, that's beautiful. In that case, you know, unlike this was like a like a bullion cube. You <laughs> know, of science. like here. Look, this is all you need. Just, just drop put it, it in, in the your, water. Just boom. Put it in Act One and watch it expand into a whole thing. Right. All right, so it's more like one of those like drop the pill in the water. Oh, it becomes and a dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, yes, a stegosaurus. I love those. A little things. spongy stegosaurus of science. That's me. Which I think I got a pack of those at the Smithsonian Science. Full circle, and to right. finish the full circling. We've got some astronaut ice cream for everyone. <laughs> look under your look chairs. Under chair. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. Just know yeah, it's there. It's for space. How Save it for space. How amazing would it be if somebody randomly actually did have one of those packets under wherever they were sitting? Well, you got to right get now. your audience as large as you can, man. <laughs> it's got to one day. Some wild shit. Next thing you know, you're a messiah. <laughs> and to bring it full circle, uh, this will be my blood given for him in Act Two as we pour some drink. <laughs> I got nothing. We'll be right back. I didn't know where you were going. I didn't know where you were going. I had no idea. Oh, bless you. Hey, everybody. Are you interested in Philadelphia sports? Of course you are. Are you a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles? Yeah, you are. Are you frustrated by the Phillies? I know you are. Do you want to hear us go on about the Flyers? How about some Sixers news? Well, you need to check out Potadelphia. Subscribe to Potadelphia and we'll be in your inbox every Monday morning, giving a recap of the previous week's activities in Philadelphia sports. We're going to get you primed for the upcoming week, and we're going to make your drive into work a little more tolerable. So follow Potadelphia, subscribe to Potadelphia, review Potadelphia, and just overall embrace and love Potadelphia because it's really cool. Thanks.
Should it, I'll just start pouring out the first one if you Should want to bring, I bring us, us back yeah, and you then want to bring just us back what's, and I'll, now I don't what's the is the process the same these are we am I naming not Yeah, naming? The, it, these have all of these have um well two of them have names that are official names like in my book, but that's it. Okay, so you'll tell me when I'm naming. Yes. I mean, I will let you I want you to name them all anyway. So describe them yeah. and name them yep, yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we're doing. Welcome back. Hello everybody. Uh Phil is shaking up now it's important that you understand that I don't like Tabasco for what I'm about to say. Phil's like shaking some concoction that I know isn't Tabasco, but it's in a Tabasco-like bottle, just like on steroids. Yes, it is actually a hot sauce bottle, but I needed the right size volume because I okay. mixed the drinks. I mixed all of these ahead of time and I bottled them. And by the way, also check the show notes. I will drop my recipes in the show notes for everybody. Some of these I think are absolutely – these are all relatively easy to make as well in terms of <laughs> – Ingredients. He's holding what looks like a urine sample now, like an enthusiastically <laughs> frothy urine sample. Take a picture of that. Yeah. So this one is uh, something I'm starting out with for you, and I think you're really yes. going to like this. Um, well, it's going to have to swim upstream to get away from it looking like piss. Um, I'm very, very enthusiastic about this one for you. And uh, yeah, it looks like piss. So you go ahead. <laughs> Enjoy that. Piss. Very dangerous. <laughs> Enjoy the you piss. drink first. <laughs> Enjoy that. It smells like uh, sweet, dark ish liquor like it smells like a like a sugary liquor there there is definitely a sweetener in there i will tell you that now is this a shooter or a sipper oh i mean it's all sippers but i just happen to have the small glasses for portioning out nothing's ever intended to be shot that i make very rare now that's nice but there's an interesting like hug of the tongue okay happens like there's a tongue coating because i know you're you're a texture person too uh like a a tartness but there's honey involved i'm absolutely right it's honey syrup is the sweetener Okay, get get away. Get, I was going to top you up if you wanted more. Well, yeah, all right, all right, ah, all right. Hey, but let's not go nutty. So now, I would, it's almost like a like a mead, uh, like a uh, spirit hybrid. Okay, because you've the got the lemon. Department. Okay, sure. Now, do you know what the main uh, spirit is in there? Are you getting that at all? What is it, gin? No, I'm just going to always. Guess it's not. Gin with I, you. I there's one with rum? gin tonight. No, it smelled like sweet, like a rum. It's a tequila drink, bud. Oh, okay. Now yeah. that makes sense. I'm, I've never claimed to have some intelligent no. palate about I'm, this stuff. I'm curious. That I got what, honey. I'm like, woohoo! Well, I'm just curious what's coming through. Now, you mentioned the, the, the sour. There was you mentioned the sweetness. That's also lemon juice. This is simple. It is. Yeah, I get the sour, too. The it is. It is three ingredients. This is Blanco tequila. So it's a white tequila. It is lemon juice. And it is uh, honey syrup in a two to one to one ratio. That's it. I'd call it a happy pea. <laughs> And there's the name. It's a happy pee. It's a happy pee. Happy pee. So now, now the next question, I realize there should be a new question because this has come up. Would you send it back if you got it? Uh, no, no. And I think I'd probably recognize it. Like if I ordered like a daiquiri and got this, I think that honey note. You'd be like, hey, wait. If it was this a limited a, bar menu, I'd sure. be like, oh, no, I know what this is. This is you the, sent this me the, is ha- the happy pee. Right. Uh, I will tell everybody this, and this is the lamest of happy the pee. This is the lamest of the names. I call this a lightning max. Why would you, what is that an anime reference? Is yes, it actually is. That's the only excuse you might have. I wanted to call it a. Do you want the, I, uh, yeah, hang on to that. I wanted to call it a stinger, but I looked in every bar book and there's like eight different stingers. Yeah, because anyone who thinks honey thinks bee thinks stinger. Right, which I did naturally. The funny thing is, not every stinger has honey in it, but in One Punch Man, Stinger's partner is Lightning Max, and so ta da, we've named it Lightning Max. I mean, hey, it's your 
That's your it's my, deal, it's my show. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's my deal. So that's all right. That's a solid. Uh, yeah, yeah, all yeah. Right. Hey, we're starting. What's I, the scientific and scientific name for B? Wow, what's the? It's a strong B. <laughs> what's the scientific name for a B? Like the uh, uh, Apis is the genus, I believe. Why? Because I think you should work that in somehow. Oh, oh, like, yeah, sure. I'm in. B scientific. While Sean looks that up, I'm going to get the next one. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I, To those who are newer to the show, when I imbibe any kind of alcohol, which is rather rare for me now. This is true. I increase my <laughs> in-person charm, ah, but at the expense of my into-a-microphone-like ability. <laughs> so, lucky Phil... And the rest of us are screwed. And I'll be honest with you, I brought four drinks, like I, I, I seem to always do. Apis. I was right about it. The Apis, bumblebee right? is Bombus. Apis Bombus? So what's, what are you calling it? Lightning Max? I'm going to suggest a Bombus Max. Bombus Max? Even a Bombus Maximus. Let's keep it Bombus All Max. Right, Bombus Max. Dude. That's a solid fucking name right yeah, there. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. And by the way. If you want to get extra nerdy, go like a bob or something. Yeah. And for reals, try this one out at home. This one's a really simple one. A bob and, and it's really, really tasty. Like this is one you can mix up ahead of time with very little effort. Yeah. You know, or two to, with very little effort if, you're, uh, if your TH works. Two to, two to one to one ratio on the, the tequila and the uh, guy. Shut, shut the fuck up and drink I almost this. know <laughs> what that means. Is this more of the same? Is no. This, this is a different one. This is Drink number two. It's darker. It is darker. It's sickly peer. I would be surprised if you don't find this sweeter, actually. Oh, boy. There's like a fruity sweetness in there or something. That's weird. It's like a super sharp sweetness. Like okay. A, I will agree with that. Yes. That I usually associate with like a jam or a jelly. That's an interesting uh, interesting thing. This one is- Now, are you like a medical doctor in that you, when you say interesting, you mean you dumb shit? <laughs> Okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> no, well, I think I may maybe when I was when I was skateboarding, no. I reached up real fast and I thought maybe that like pulled in my shoulder. Okay, well, that's interesting. Let's get a look at you. But they're saying you dumb shit. Let me look at you, <laughs> stupid ass. Yeah, no, it's not that. It is interesting what you get it also on smells your a weird bit like soap. That's smell, very strange. It smells to me. like a rich red hand soap, and it is a darker like orangish almost. I would say that is a hand soap flip. <laughs> this smells like a wet bathroom. <laughs> Like a nice wet bathroom. <laughs> a nice, but a nice wet bathroom. Yeah, but one that you're like, oh man, somebody's fucking kid was in here. <laughs> if this is like, are you gonna taste it? Though? This is water droplets and torn bits of of, of toilet paper next to the sink, <laughs> and the is... hand towels have been jostled. And this is why we do this every year, folks. It is thick. Yes. <laughs> He's not happy. It is heavy. It is very sweet. Yes. It. <laughs> It tastes a bit like a wet bathroom that somebody's rotten shit 12-year-old was just in. <laughs> like you can tell he was pounding on the on the the little button that makes the dryer go off because it's like wet and smeared little shit. <laughs> so is it, it like a pomegranate something going on in here? No. What 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 is makes my version of an amaretto sour? Well, you both are wrong. <laughs> Who's you both? You and Amor- Amaretto. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the stage, Amaretto Sour. <laughs> um, the, the normal Amaretto Sour I find is too one-dimensional. <laughs> Sean is not happy with this. I knew it was a little thicker, which is why I wasn't sure if you were going to dig this one. <laughs> it tastes like if a little kid was like, uh, we have to make Junior drink something. <laughs> you know? No, you know, you know what it is? This tastes like Hawaiian Punch. That like at a that like a like a drunk asshole at a party wakes up and they're in your house and they're like you gotta have something and they find like 
mom's old vermouth or something. Oh, and then like no, some not Hawaiian a- punch, and they kind of just mix it together. So I, I'll tell everybody what this is. Primarily is amaretto, but I find amaretto sours on their own are A, way too sweet, and B, one-dimensional. The aftertaste is better than the real one. That is amazing because here's what happens. So it's an ounce and a half of amaretto, half an ounce of rye. Because it just wanted something that was a little more flavor, would stand up a little more than just be sweet. And that's actually a Jeffrey Morgenthaler adaptation. And then I use lemon juice. Mm. I have a, a literally like a drop of just simple syrup just to add a little bit of body to it, which I guess I don't need because you're saying it's a little thick. Yeah. And then there's one t- half dash of bitters in this. God area. damn you to hell. <laughs> but you, what's weird is the aftertaste for you is better, which isn't normally the case when bitters are involved. Well, I think it's something overpowering the bitters or linking arms with the bitters in some way. And I didn't say I loved it. I just said it's better than the upfront. Sure. I think it's a good uh, that. Hey, it's a different amaretto sour. That, that's for sure. If you poured that into and I'm not saying this in a pejorative way. No, I know what you mean. If you poured that into a holiday punch, mm-hmm. that's really that. That'd be a great spike. That is a great oh, punch. You can spiker. add that to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you want to really, take that flavor and add it to a thing. I think thing you can out. spread that into something. Fascinating. I think that's your that's your Kool Aid uh, NSFW. You know, that's your punch <laughs> spiker. So, two questions then. Would you send it back? NSFW. That's what I would call it. NSFW. Oh, I like it. Uh, and would I send it back? I think I would. I would be worried. Okay. I'd be worried about it because I'd be like, something, something's off. You're not, yeah, okay. The sweetness level is so high that I'm nervous. It, and you know what was Someone's funny? Someone's trying was, to poison me. What was funny was I actually put like a little extra drop of the amaretto in when I was done shaking because I was like, well, it's Sean. I think he likes things a little extra sweet, so I went that Not way. just any sweet, though. And I think amaretto and that kind of like soft sweetness, does that make any sense? Yeah. Yes, I do that understand kind that. of like a like a like a soft lavender pinkish kind of flavor <laughs> note. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I it's can't. not a very strong sweet. It is a mellow sweetness and a lingering mellow uh, piquant yeah, no after thanks. dinner flavor. No thanks. <laughs> and and so then so we're calling it NSFW. Yeah, I like it because it's like well, all right, somebody did something to the punch, you guys. <laughs> all so, right, we are proceeding to the <laughs> stunted. So I, Mason jar. They're getting the darker evening, as they go. And it uh, is indeed darker. I would call this like a a grade B maple syrup darkness. That's accurate. Absolutely. Which I actually prefer, which I will give you a little no, bit no of. No, you a, don't. <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I will I will give you a little bit of uh, fluid trivia, if not beverage. But the, the the grade B, when you see that now. It's actually syrup, better maple yeah, that's, syrup. Yeah, that B has nothing to do with like, oh, you get an A if you're like the smartest, best syrup. It has <laughs> to do with like how it's how the sugars are and like how much is like basically cooked off or whatever. Yes. So the darker grade B stuff is a far richer, more complicated syrup flavor, and I can't recommend it highly enough. And I would also recommend that for use in cocktails as well. If you're interested in using maple syrup as a sweetener in your cocktails, get that grade B. You segue. There's oh my god! If there were a museum, <laughs> I would have Phil, my own wing. You of would have no, you wouldn't, Phil. You would have all the hallways. <laughs> There'd be a Phil statue in every hallway. I thank you. Do you get why that's better? No, I don't. It's a museum about segways, Phil. About getting from one to Place the next. To the next. So having my statue in the hallways. You're welcome. I love it. Sean's cabinet of the explained jokes. <laughs> So, now that I've explained it, isn't it fucking hilarious? And speaking of explaining things, uh, I, I, I want to tell everybody, this is something that Sean Borderline knew is coming. Uh, because in so the past, the, yeah, uh, in the past we have known, uh, let me tell everybody this. So I talked to Sean last week because I wanted to sort of brace him for this. In the, past, in the past, we know Sean does not care for bitter drinks in general. And part of my brain my wondered. My like chocolate yes. milk. You know. 
part of my brain wondered if it wasn't that just Sean sort of didn't like things in half measure. So we went full fucking force on this drink. And this is one of the, I still don't know what it is. I know he has no idea what it is, but I warned him. I was like, I'm going to try, I'm going to try one that is a bitter. And this is a bitter kind of after dinner, super Italian style drink. So, uh, is there grappa involved? Uh, no, I would be excited if there were, I'm sorry. I did not get, uh, I didn't get on the grappa train, but this one I'm going to drink with you. Cause this is actually my favorite of the bunch. Cause I love this stuff. It smells deep. It, <laughs> it smells fathoms deep, Phil. <laughs> that could be a name right there. Uh, here, Again, there's a soapiness to it. Merry Christmas to you as well. Is that like a, there's like a pine in here? Holy moly. What have you done? <laughs> the eldritch horror. <laughs> we'll show you that face on the Instagram, folks, because it's not happy. It's a medicinal leather. <laughs> <laughs> it just twitched a little. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's not good. It's getting worse. <laughs> he isn't even drinking more, and it's getting worse. Yeah, the- <laughs> <laughs> He's in trouble, folks. Give me. Did you bang something? <laughs> what? Yes. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Here, take the lightning, Max. It's <laughs> just take it out of oh, the bottle. I'm throw up. Oh no. <laughs> I have never seen my friend in trouble like that. I, oh, I figure it was worth a shot. This was an experiment. Oh, <laughs> that's like a bad orgasm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry, he's Phil has left the area. He has ejected into the garbage can. I have spit taken Phil. I have spit taken. I have taken you like the spit folk do. Oh my god. I've taken you in the spit way. That you, is the name. The bad orgasm. It's a BO. A bad orgasm. Holy shit. <laughs> oh god. I've never had one, but that is a bad orgasm. <coughs> uh, that sound on my side of the table, folks, was me taking the drink that Sean couldn't handle, having it, and then having him say bad orgasm and me immediately choking on it. Phil very nearly ruined a microphone. I'm sorry about that, Phil. <laughs> I had to run across the studio to the garbage can. Uh, I love this one. I will be honest with you. And here's the thing. And for those of you... Well, you can't lie. I would see it in your body being racked with spasms <laughs> if you didn't enjoy whatever that is. Now, so now after you get the coffee grounds out of the, out of the toilet... <laughs> Do you just how perceptive of you there yeah. is? So here's the deal. Uh, have you ever heard of a Negroni? Yeah, because it makes me nervous to even read that. <laughs> Sidebar: One of my favorite menu items ever at the bookstore. I know I've never said it out loud. <laughs> one of my favorite menu items ever at the bookstore. They did a movie theme menu, and they had a Negroni, and the title of it was "The Sheriff's a Negroni." <laughs> that was the name of the drink, and it was brilliant. Thank you. I'll take lightning backs back. Where's the top? Huh? I think you have the top. Had too much to drink. Topless. All right, great. So anyway, a Negroni is one-to-one-to-one gin, Campari, vermouth. Campari? Campari is basically... Dog shit? um, Fossilized dog shit? It tastes like uh, cough syrup and sadness is what Campari tastes like. That's... Oh, what a great idea. (laughs) So I do not use Campari in my version of this. I use Chinar. Oh my God! Chinar! It's an herbal Italian liqueur. It's an Amaro. And one of its ingredients is artichoke. You're such a prick, man. 
<laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> so maybe Sean will like this. He doesn't like things by, by the half way, measures. Good, good work figuring out the pininess. Because so I've taken a squeeze of grandma's sweat. <laughs> From our pits. <laughs> so good news. You picked out also the gin in here because you uh, noticed that pininess. Uh, so this is one to one to one gin, chinar. Grandma's and, chin. And uh, sweet Italian vermouth. I use Carpano Antica, folks. And the reason I use that is it's thicker. It's uh, sweeter than most, compar- uh, than most vermouths. And also you picked out the coffee. I don't put coffee in it. What I do is I actually put three coffee beans in when I stir, and it gets a little coffee and flavor. I, and I think about coffee. <laughs> and it gets a little I just, coffee you know, flavor. I, I go to Starbucks while it's, uh, while it's sitting there, and then, you know, I fart on it, and then I give it to Sean. <laughs> that was a bad... <laughs> bad orgasm? Orgasm. Can I tell you what I actually have bad gasm. Can I tell you what this actually is in my book? Uh, boy, uh, boy, I'm sure we will meet in the middle somewhere, sure. Big trouble in Little Chino Town. Phil? Now he's just angry. <laughs> if you put on brass knuckles and said, I call these Big Trouble in Little China, and then proceed to blast out my upper teeth, I'm not like, well, at least it was Big Trouble in Little China. Doesn't make it any better. You've dishonored John Carpenter this day. No, you know what? I probably enjoy it. I don't. I'm not into that. So now we know. I was going to say, I think the experiment, as far as a... I'm considered, as far as I'm concerned, the experiment's a success because we took you all the way to the end of the spectrum, and now we know. And I chugged extra booze, which is always what you should do. Which is going to be absolutely phenomenal. What are you looking for? Uh, I was just going to stack this in, in there. Oh, Phil. Oh, party foul. You spilled it a little. Phil, I feel... Uh, I was going to have you dab it up. I feel drunker now than I did uh, well, I, on the other episodes. I, uh, that's weird. Well, I drink less. That's true. Your, your your tolerance is down. I'm not slept much. I have bad news for you. What? The last one I saved because that's not it. Four. I thought we finished the bad. Well, the bad news is you're going to want to drink this one. And I have one. Listen, I would put money on this. Is that horse milk? No, what's horse milk? I don't know. What the is fuck that? just happened? It looks like latte. It does look like latte. All of a sudden, we're getting we went the other way and we got or way lighter. Horse gift. It's not horse gift. <laughs> I need a bigger cup for this. <laughs> well. Excuse me. Ew. That's for free, citizen. <laughs> that was the sound. Subscribe of- to our Patreon and donate $25 yeah. to get the Phil not <laughs> making mouth noises stream. I'm just going to give you the whole rest of it because I know you're going to like it. All right. So what Phil is handing oh, me, here, me is a, like a large. It's actually an old honey, repurposed honey jar. Like fancy boy honey. Perfect. Looks good. And uh, you're going to like it. And I have no doubt in my mind. It is a robust flavor. Mm-hmm. It is very nice. Thank you. Creamy. Cinnamony. Yes. Cinnamon is riding hard here. That it is. It's creamy. Yes, it is. Whoa, it makes my spit thick. It does, doesn't it? It's one of the ultimate dessert drinks. The uh, the Guybrush <laughs> Threepwood fans would appreciate how this is a spit thickener. <laughs> Roll Captain Loogie. Tastes delicious. Thank you. Uh, it also, there's an aftertaste to it that suggests, like, you just drank something that you might not understand what you drank. Like, there's a fist in there. There's a... There's a hidden dragon. What, or what is the hidden dragon in this case? What do you think that spirit is? Scotch. No. Bourbon. No. Peppermint schnapps. No. Vermouth. No. Lingamburger syrup. A little, but no. Rum. Vodka. Yes. No. Go back one. Lingamburger no, syrup. No, Rum. Rum. Yes. Uh, dark rum. Yes, specifically it's dark rum. Aha, I knew it. 
There you go. Well, you had two choices, dark or light rum. Well, so. or gin. There's no, I couldn't imagine hiding gin in there with the cinnamon, but hey, you know what? I'm willing to give it a shot. Now I'm feeling like I'm getting drunk now. You'd keep tanking it the way you're tanking that, and you might, because that is some good stuff, it and it's powerful. It feels like I'm getting drunk now. What would you call, well, number one, would you send it back? I'm going to assume no on this one. On opposite day. <laughs> so that's, that's a solid. very good. It's solid. Very, you would, or, you very... would even order that one, I would guess. Yeah. You know what it's called? What? Coquito. Oh, oh I'm in the game now. See this taste? What, Citizen now? Mill, I'm throwing it down. Now, there's a difference. I would like yes. to have a Oh my side god, by they're side. very it's very different than Mel's who sent us in the past and I actually said, "Hey, Finney says hi." Um, I've been talking to Mel back and forth and I've been telling him that I've been experimenting with it and I would love to get together with him and so do that exact Phineas, thing. Phineas, uh, Phineas, Coqui- fin- Phineas approved. Finquito. 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 And this one is embarrassingly like out of cans in a way. Um, it's a, a can of coconut cream. It's a can of, uh, sweetened condensed milk, a can of evaporated milk. Nothing wrong and, with any of this. And a, uh, what do you call it? This one's the most complicated Unless one, but it's, but it's doable. Because you might as well be gargling a milkshake. But. Well, yeah. The, the, and then it's a, a cup of uh, coconut water. You pour the coconut water out. You simmer uh, cinnamon, allspice berries in it. And, oh, my God, he's, it's gone, folks. And he just drank a full serving of that on top of everything else. And the Lightning Max. I don't know if we're going to get through Act 3, but this will be funny to 12 try. Parsecs. <laughs> Is that what it's called? It's the Kessel Run. What are we? Wait, what are you naming this? The Kessel Run. The Kessel Run. Yeah, because you'll go through it. Twelve parsecs. So yeah, real quick, then take the take the cup of uh, coconut water, simmer the cinnamon and the allspice the berries Kessel in run. it for like twenty minutes, like low heat. Uh, let it cool. W-W-W. Throw in everything else. Whisk it. Strain Kessel it off. Let it sit up. and let it. Uh, oh, and then a uh, a cup of rum. I use white rum to start, and then. When I serve it, I just take that base, which is pretty low ABV, and oh, I mix, and I mix in a mechanic uh, and clink. And clink. I mix in the uh, dark Ooh, rum. Let me the Here's a good dark rum, clink. folks. There's so much clink. better out there than the uh, sailor's captain. a man, a life's but a span, and then let the sailor drink. Clink clink. So we hit two out of four. Then you I'm order. batting a thousand. I'm batting five hundred, and that averages to. Pretty good, actually. I'm not gonna lie. It would be well. Look, you know what? If we average that out, we're batting three out of four, and uh, we'll be back for three for the road. So don't you go anywhere. Make yourself a drink. Shit. Put, I gotta a, do put that. another statue. I put another statue. Hallways. Segway hallways. Hey, citizen. Sean here, and I'm sitting with Phil. <laughs> Against my better judgment, and we were just realizing that we should help you get in touch with us should you like to do so. If you have anything you'd like to tell us at all, you can always reach us by email, thewhiparound at gmail.com. We're also very active on Facebook and on Instagram, thanks largely to Phil. If you would be so kind as to share those posts, like those posts, send them to your friends, send them to your enemies, that helps us get into people's ears. Yeah, while we're at it, those reviews and not just stars, but also just comments and let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, we love it. Yeah, and then of course, if you love us, you can always bookmark the whiparoundpodcast.com as your homepage and go there for all your whiparoundy needs. I haven't even done that last part. Well, we're going to go do that on Sean's laptop machine, and you come on right back to the show. All right. Well, Phil is going to sit in my lap, I guess. It's cozy. 
had a lot to drink. I'm pretty sure it's in the Disgusting Food Museum. So we're back. Are we? Yeah. Not in the Disgusting Food Museum. Not in the Museum of Segways. We're back in Act 3. It's three for the road. That time of the show, we talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show. <laughs> he is so focused. Didn't fit into the theme of the show, such as it is. What we're going to do is volley back and forth. Trying so hard. Phil and I going to take turns and talking about weird news shit that's burning a hole in our uh, Ukrainian <laughs> nut milk shot yurt sandwich. And uh, what's going to happen is we're going to take 30 seconds apiece talking about those real weird news stories. And, uh, after each 30 second turn, you know, something a little bit like this. Which is Desi the only Smetlova, the, the Schmetzlov belliest. The only sober one on the show right now. We call her Volka, saying it's time to shut up, move on to the next comrade. <laughs> We're going to do that three times a piece, sharing those turns like commie idiots. America. And then it's, uh, that's it. That'll be it. That'll be the show. Yeah. And then we'll, uh, I don't know, paint, paint everything red, white, and blue. America. You okay there? Yeah, man. All right, you're going first. <laughs> no, oh, I'm not. You're going first in the opposite world. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll ask, are you doing okay? Hold on. <laughs> Should we call it designated like a three for the rotor? Oh, shit. I didn't do this part. What did you not do? Here you go. I can't. Oh, shit. You're not kidding. No. <laughs> I got too excited. <laughs> I didn't bring it over. What did you not do? I did. Where is it? Are you ready? <laughs> We're keeping all of that. I'm afraid not. <laughs> not after I was like, wait. The first wait, I'll be like, you know. Go. First in, wait until the Lords of Leaping show up news. A single would-be para parakeet breeder in Michigan gave an unexpected gift to his local animal shelter this past Thursday. 500 fucking parakeets! Or oh. well, uh, out for just a few uh, bonus birds, the guy ended up with cages uh, stuffed full of chirping, writhing parakeets in short order because of how breeding and math works. Uh, fed up with his dad's animal hoarding, John Doe, hey! Uh... What was I calling him? JD, right? JD. Keep yeah. going. JD contacted the shelter claiming he was bringing in between 60 to 80 parakeets of his dad's quote, but he showed up on Thursday with about 497. About. That's funny. Parakeets <laughs> in his truck. The shelter is uh, working fast to put the birds up for adoption sometime in January, but in the meantime, the folks at the shelter are furious, telling reporters, quote, these birds came from a very unhealthy uh, situation and irresponsibility of the owner is infuriating, which for bird people is some raunchy ass potty talk. And fuck you, I'm out news. Uh, Jeff Green, the richest person in Utah, weird fucking title, has recently done some good for himself and others. He's resigned from the Mormon church about a decade ago, but just last week wrote a letter to the church president requesting the formal removal of his records. He goes a step further in that letter saying they have, quote, hindered global progress in women's rights, civil rights, racial equality, and LGBTQ2 plus rights. He also says the church is the problem, uh, is the problem, but the people there are trying to do right, which I appreciate that distinction, but he took things one step further even than that. He effectively moved to fund the enemies of the church and donated $600,000 to Equality Utah and LGBTQ plus advocacy group. Not only that, the money is going towards Scott Scholarships for students who may or need or want to leave BYU, the church-sponsored university. That's right. He said, fuck y'all. I'm leaving. Anyone, any of you Mormons don't like it, you can come with me. Mr. Green said a great example. We should all follow. Take a good look at what organization you patronize. If you aren't doing what, they, what you like, uh, take your time and talents elsewhere. Now, some uh, in Dutch with the dead news. An Amsterdam cemetery director is in some boiling heat water after apparently granting permission for ritualistic seances at little kid graves oh. without parental permission. Late at night oh. on the perfect date of September 11th, 2021, a group of adults entered a section of the Roosthof Cemetery in Leusden, where many kiddos are interred. Their intent was to, quote, research energies of deceased people and summon spirits. But uh, when none. one eager seancer who was taking photos by a kid's gravesite left his or her camera behind, a grieving parent found that an authorities were soon brought in. Turns out, per the investigating ombudsman, oh my good hey, to the mayor's 
and hit the school now. The ombudsman is here. Uh, quote, too little account has been taken of the feelings of relatives over the seance, and I guess that's that. In Amsterdam, I think an official scolding is like the death penalty, so uh, Gerechtenheit achieved. <laughs> is going on there? I'm going to look all that up later. Do it. In No Takes These Backsies News, the Taliban, another group that's just about on par with the Catholic Church uh, in terms of progressive policies, made a donation of sorts. Turns out they made a transfer of somewhere between four hundred to $800,000 to the Afghan embassy in Tajikistan. Sounds like an internal transfer you could reverse, but not quite. Turns out the funds were marked for transport by a now deposed government, and the new overlords didn't notice it in time to cancel the transfer. Further complicating matters, the head of the embassy is still allied with the deposed government. So when the Taliban politely asked the embassy for that money back, the Tajik government said, no, fuck yourself. And, uh, no, no, sir, and uh, they said it would be illegal because we don't give money to terrorist organizations. The moral of the story here is if you depose the government, change the locks, the passwords, and cancel all auto-pay accounts, or you might be out half a mil. And finally, in Legacy Story Update News, Ooh. remember Amy Carlson, the McDonald's employee turned mother god of her own Colorado cult, Love Has Won, who died and was eventually found all shrined up, zipper in a sleeping bag, and covered in Christmas lights by police? Up. I like that. Well, the autopsy is in, and details in the self-proclaimed 19-billion-year-old former Atlantis resident are out, per Emily Russell, a medical examiner at the El Paso County Corners office who performed the autopsy on Carlson the woman did not have cancer rather <laughs> Russell reports the quote 45 year old adult white female died as a result of global decline in the setting of alcohol abuse anorexia and chronic colloidal silver ingestion ah. oh so the woman in dire mental health decline saying insane shit needed help not spiritual nonsense of fanaticism which helped kill her oh food for thought folks sometimes delusions are a sign of needing help not religion and finally, in Don't Bogart That Ticket, man, news, uh, travel is always stressful and more so at the holidays, so the BVG, a transport company in Berlin, has come up with a great way to make things better. They printed a limited number Big of special, vagina ticket- guys. <laughs> special tickets to make your trips more trippy. Uh, they made a ticket printed on edible paper and drizzled with hemp oil. Now, the tickets don't contain TSU or CBD, so hey, narcs, don't get Facts. your DVDs in a twist, but supposedly it should have a relaxing Grr. effect as you go about your merry way, leveraging the news that the new German coalition might be the first EU government to legalize cannabis and providing a cheeky promotion for Berlin's mass transit. Quote, we do make very clear virgins. that anyone who wants to use the ticket as an actual ticket. Rejoice. Uh, please only nibble or eat it after your journey as it has a bite out of it. It's no longer valid. Honestly, I'm all about it. It's been a Rejoice. stressful holiday. Let's promote mass transit. And just think, don't call into work on January telling your boss you can't back to work because you ate your tickets. <laughs> now the bell is drunk, too. <laughs> hey. What? Plug something quick. Uh, let's start with my wife. Hey. A magician's assistant, Facebook and Etsy shop, and also the redheaded tailor on Instagram and the tick and Broadway the talk. level talent. Yeah. Caroline is ballet. If you have any, uh, and hey, let's just get right on to the next major holiday that, that I can chill for her for. And Valentine's let's talk about Day. Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah. You got a special someone? You want a unique thing? Talk to the lady. Do you not have a special someone? Do you want to get one? Talk to the lady. Do you want to get yourself to something nice? How about you treat yourself hey, something yeah. nice? When you're happy, that's when you're going to meet that someone. Yeah. So why not let Caroline get you there? Let her arm you. Yeah. You know? She can leg you, too. It's a secret to any, everyone. Take should- this. <laughs> it's dangerous to go out alone. Yeah. Plug something else. Your turn. Podadelphia is a oh! sports podcast focused on Lovely. Philadelphia sports like hockey and baseball and Flyers, uh, uh, Phillies, Flyer ball. And uh, what they do is they talk about it from a Philly perspective. 76ers. So if you're sick of all those other people not being Philly enough, well, let me tell you, these folks are Philly enough for anybody Philly enough for you. Philly, Philly. And it is hosted with uh, amicable uh, diplomacy by Dave <laughs> the fuck? and Sarah and... Juicy jeans. New episodes every Wednesday. So once you're done with this podcast, re-listen to it one more time, <laughs> then go to Potadelphia. Check them out. And we'd be remiss if we didn't say a happy new year and plug Citizen Gabby. <laughs> 
Check her out on Instagram and on Tik and on Talk for all of this fantastic artwork that she's doing. Yeah. 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 Hey. Hey. Phil. What? I got you something for Christmas. Don't you dare. I did. I'm going to slap you because you were yelling to. at me. I know. But I saw something and I was like, I got to do it. Wow. Look at this holiday spirit at the end of the show. I know. Did you get a, Did you get us five star ratings for the show? Did right. you get us plugs? Did Re- you get us reviews? Great review. Subscribe. Your mouth shut. Did you send an email to the whiparound at gmail.com? Phil. <laughs> I'm just segueing the you shit might already, out of this. You might already have one of these. Oh. But I got... You're going to know. I didn't wrap it exactly. What sounds crinkly? It, well, <laughs> the, it, sounds can be deceiving. Oh, okay. I want you to have this. And I think you know why I want you to have this. Hands are clutched around I, something. Because I want you to be able to, to do what you've always wanted to do. Every time someone has earned this from you. Merry Christmas, Phil. Open it up. It's a a little coffin. Open it up. I'm I'm working on it. You'd think. You'd think it would be a coffin. It looks like a tiny little coffin. (laughs) I'm opening the latch. It's a lovely, like, lovely little coffin. Behold, Phil. Oh, my God. It's the world's tiniest violin. It is a (laughs) two-scale, high-caliber, fine-quality Tiny violin. Oh my god, it's actually strung. I, yeah. Does this? Oh yeah. <gasps> get oh, the Phil. fuck out. Wait, oh how, Phil. How do I get my chin under it? Hang I, well, well, I'm working on it. I had mine uh, changed. Beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Super high pitch. You should take some photos, show the citizens. I will totally do that. So now anytime oh, somebody Sean. flouts science and ends up uh, having to eat some shit, Phil, you can actually... Whip out the world's tiniest violin. And play it for those science-ignorant motherfuckers. You are just the sweetest fellow. Shut your face. Merry holidays. (laughs) And a merry holidays to all of you out there, citizens. We thank you for being with us. Who's your favorite Whip Around host, just in terms of who gives the better gifts this year? (laughs) Let us know at (laughs) www.whiparoundpodcast.com. Email it to us at the Whip Around this is like the coolest thing. At gmail.com. Try to pluck it. Yeah. All right. Well, while Phil plucks away and probably breaks the gift I got for him, uh, we love you. We do. And so does the violin. The devil went down on <laughs> your dad. <laughs> Not you, Bob. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? We love you, really. Seriously. And goodbye. And a happy new year. Drink responsibly. <clears throat> More responsibly. Thank you, ghosts of weird news that rub my nips to Demi Lovato. <laughs>